Here we go again. Happy 2023. How amazing is it that we're in 2023? So many good, amazing, big things to come this year. Um, I know for me, um, Jennifer, I hope for you and I hope for everybody else out there. I think that this is going to be, um, it could be a, a little bit of a struggle of a year for a lot of other reasons that I don't want to think about or talk about right now. But I think in other ways, it could be magical. Um, and my hope is that even in the struggle, there is some magic. And so that's my goal for this year, um, is to bring a little magic in. My, my word of the year this year is impact. And so that's what I am. I'm super excited about that. I'm stoked for this year. So who we are? <laughs> we are Taste Life Nutrition Radio, of course, streaming live on KUHSDenver.com. Today, we have the amazing Jennifer Bloom. We've had her on before with such amazing conversation. Um, today is going to be, um, I don't know if I can say even more amazing, but it's going to be just as amazing anyway. It's going to be <laughs> such a good, good show. Um, what are we about? We are about bringing truth to health and wellness the best that we can. And of course, health and wellness is physical, mentally, emotional, but it's also spiritual, financial, relational. Um, it's all of those things. And it's important um, in my mind to to do all that we can to bring all of that together and to create the best health we can. Nobody's perfect, nobody's expected to be perfect, and we're always growing, and that's what life is about. And so my hope is that this, this show helps to bring the amazing people who I, I am blessed to have on the show to you so you have the ability to learn more and to grow because every time I talk to them, I learn more and I grow and that's what life is all about. And that's what I love about doing the show and doing the work that I do. So uh, thank you all for joining us. And Jennifer, thanks for joining us again. Super grateful to have you. I'm so excited to be here. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs> so we always start the show with gratitude, of course. So Jennifer, what are you grateful for? Hmm. How long do we have? You know, <laughs> as long I'm, as you want. <laughs> you know, you know, it's very interesting. I had a conversation with a colleague yesterday. We were talking about how, you know, when you're getting into the space of spirituality and wellness and health and all of that, you sort of get this picture that, you know, everything's supposed to be fantastic all the time. Yeah. And you know, I had one of those days a couple days ago where I was the bug on the windscreen. Right. It was just one of those days and. You know, I was so, I was grateful to be reminded, you know, you can, it's okay to have that. It's okay to be in that space. There's a difference between hitting a bump in the road and then becoming the bump in the road. Oh, that I love that. Phrase. I have to say that's, that's Jennifer is you. I have to give her credit. You know, but my gratitude is just really having this deepening understanding of who I am at that soul level and mm. the people I get to play with. And the more and more I step up into who I am, it's just really phenomenal, whether it's a client or a colleague or my family, you know, mm -hmm. things are expanding and I just have so much, so much gratitude. And like you, I mean, there are things that we could focus on, right, that, that, that could be challenges, but at the same time, whether we're looking at a challenge that we feel like is outside of us or in, inside of us, it, it, it becomes that opportunity to reshape and regrow and, and learn. And, you know, the whole process is just fantastic. So that's where my gratitude is today. Yeah, it really is fantastic. And I think um, that's, it's, it's the hard stuff. It's the hard stuff that builds us up. Um, and then the people who we surround ourselves by who build us up. And something that I, I like to say a lot, because it's, it's a reminder for myself, but I'm hoping, you know, somebody new maybe will hear it, but it really is, you know, if there are people who are around you who don't build you up, then maybe it's time to look for those who do build you up. Um, because it's the most, one of the most important things that we can do is surround ourselves with people who are there to, to help to lift, because then we can also help to lift. And, um, you know, I see in practice a lot, unfortunately, I see a lot of, of disempowerment and, you know, it comes from whether it's a breakdown in health or a breakdown in relationships or a breakdown in finances, you know, the, all the things that come into health and wellness. 
it we it ends up creating a sense of disempowerment, I believe. And you know, this really actually kind of goes into what our conversation is going to be today. But you know, what what we it's it's I think it's having that having the ability to turn it around and say, okay. I do have the power to change this, whether it's my own research or digging and, and finding somebody to help, asking the questions, learning and looking and building your team around you. I say that a lot as well. I think it's really important to build your team around you for whatever it is that you're trying to do or build or grow or fix or whatever. Build your team who can help you and uh, who is there to support you and not for their own good, but for the good of of, well, them. I think it's always good, the good of them too, but the good of you. And um, anyway, I'm 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 on a, a, a tangent a little bit, but I think it's just really important and does go into. I'm sorry. I know you're about to say something when we're talking about trying to get pregnant. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Were you going to say something? Yeah. Well, it goes you well know, because it, 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 yes, and, <laughs> and it dovetails really well into that because I think that you know um, I don't know if if only. I was gonna say, especially when something is in your body, mm -hmm. it, right? There, there's that sense, and I, I'm gonna actually I'm gonna stick with that. When there's a <laughs> challenge in your body, uh, it, it can really feel there's that that disempowerment is so the, the possibility of it is so big. There, there, because there's something wrong. It feels like it's wrong. If I want to get pregnant, I can't get pregnant. That's wrong. It's bad, and that takes us down that spiraling mm -hmm. path where we feel like we have no control. And that, of course, then creates, well, we can get into it later a little more, but yeah. right, those myriad of changes in your body. Um, and if we can start with the premise that, okay, yes, there's something happening here. It's not what I want, now what? What? How is my body speaking to me? Why is yes. it speaking to me this way? And start asking those kinds of questions. Mm -hmm. And again, it, you know, it's, it's particularly in the area of fertility, which is so personal. It's, it, it's something that is not only a biological drive, right? I mean, we have all sorts of things firing within our system for those of us who, who want to have, want to have children, right? That's really firing. And then psychologically and culturally, right? We have all these messages. Uh, so if it can be something that can feel truly out of our control if the, if the body isn't responding that we want it to. Right, right, fully agree. Um, and I want to hit on that, but I need to remember to say my own gratitude because I'll forget. I always okay. do. Um, <laughs> um, and so I, you know, I, I am, um, I think I'm grateful for the start of a new year. I think for a lot of people, 22, 2022 was tough for a lot of reasons. Um, and you know, for me, it, it, it was very intentionally a year of growth. Um, that was my word of the year last year, and it's so fun looking back and um, and knowing that that's what I did, and and will continue to do, of course. But um, you know, I was very intentional about it, um, and so grateful to now be moving forward. You know, I will continue to grow, but moving forward into what 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 hit me like a ton of bricks was impact and what I'm you know, what I want to put out in the world and what I'm trying to put out in the world and, and who I want to team up with and partner with and grow and create with. And, um, you know, it's, I'm super grateful for um, the people who are around me, the people who do just that. You know, I, I've been surrounded by people who, who are not the builder uppers and, <laughs> and you know, it's a, it's a downer for sure. So um, I am, I'm fully surrounded by people who that's, all they want to do and it, it makes me it makes me a better person makes me a bigger person it makes me feel like I am unstoppable which is kind of a little bit how I'm feeling and I'm excited about that so that's <laughs> I can feel it <laughs> good good I'm glad so I wanted to talk uh, just hit on what you said a minute ago as we sort of start to dive into this conversation I do also want to make sure that you talk about you know who you are and what you do and you know how you got here and that kind of thing. But there's something that I'm discovering more and more in practice as I learn. You know, I'm the I'm the, the science nerd when it comes to I like to run labs and I like to look at data and I like to try to fix it with this and that and this and that. And there is so much there's so much beyond the physical because that's what I know, you know, I don't know well enough the mental and emotional, which is why I have people who I, who I know and love and, and can, can, 
you know, refer to and so forth, but when there is trauma or when there is whatever it might be that is affecting someone mentally and emotionally, it's affecting them physically. And there are times when I might be able to do a lot of things with somebody physically, but if we're not addressing whatever it is that they're sitting here that's that that's that mental and emotional, that trauma, that, that negative self-talk, that whatever it is that's back here in the back that's constantly stirring up that stress and constantly stirring up that cortisol and constantly creating these physical changes that I can't do anything about, it needs to we need to make sure that as we as practitioners and then those who are the clients and the patients make sure that we're we're working toward addressing both and if there's something in your history that's not been addressed find somebody to help you address it um, because it will affect everything including what we're talking today which is fertility yes that is such there's so much richness in what you just said. I'm trying to figure out what part I want to dive in with. You know, you, you've talked about team. Mm -hmm. And I think in particularly, fertility is one of those places, one of those health spaces where a team is so important. Because you can look at labs. You can look at cortisol levels. You can look at what the adrenals are doing. You can, you can do all the measurements of all of the uh, hormones impacting um, ovulation. But if you've got some sort of a, either an internal stressor or an external stressor that continues to to pump in the background, mm -hmm. it's a little bit like you know you're yes you're pouring everything in, but then it's sort of like a sieve, right? It, it just is coming out the other side. And so, I, I, and what I think is really fascinating is again due to the, I don't call it, it's delicacy, I guess, of fertility, I think there's a lot of times people hear, oh, you think I should look at my mental issues? You think I should look at my, you know, psychosocial issues? Well, that sounds an awful lot like blame, right? Mm -hmm. I, you know, yeah. it's not my fault that I can't get pregnant, right? It's very easy to, to slip towards that direction. But, you know, the thing I want to say is, uh, it is that, right, all of, what, 60, they say 60 to 90%, of all any illness has some sort of stress component yeah. right some sort mm -hmm. of that mental component mm -hmm. and it's not just fertility um and it's just that we haven't been taught nobody told us this stuff mm -hmm. uh at, at least in my growing up right and and very much you know my growing up was very much the time of it was the genes it's all in your genes it's all in your genes and that's what we know <laughs> right. right yeah we know that we turn up, genes turn on and off based on environmental conditions, not the other way around. Right, so, right, exactly. Right? That's where my heart lies, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly, yeah. exactly. So being able to have a multi-angled approach, mm -hmm. so important. Yeah, 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 it really is. And, you know, I think it's, it's, it, it is, it's, it, it feels so supportive too. And I say this too because I, I am you know, building my own team and building my business. And so when you have multiple people who are there for the support and that, that again, that building up, it just helps you, it helps bring calm. And going back to you know, seeking help for whatever mental and emotional disorders there, there, there might be, not that it's a disorder, it could just be that constant negative self-talk. You know, I did that, I've always done that. My mom has always done that. And so it's been something that I have had to work on is let's not do that, let's turn that around. And so those things though, they impact us. You know, they impact us and they impact the energy around us. Um, and I totally went off on something that I was gonna say something else and it doesn't really matter, but it's true. <laughs> um, so the first time that you came on the show, um, we didn't. We were not talking about pregnancy and fertility. Um, I want to know a little bit about your world now and how you you came into this world because is it, this is mostly what you do, right? Is fertility correct? Well, it's really it really actually is a blend. Okay. Uh, um, so I, this is where I started, though. This is and. Um, I started into this world because of my own fertility and really birthing issues. Um, I had, it took us a while to get pregnant the first time, 
Um, I was young, 24, this shouldn't take you more than a year, but it did for us. Um, I, was in an, I was also in an office full of women. I was, I can't remember how many, there were, I'm an occupational therapist, that's my, my initial uh, trade. And out of an office of 15, I think there were eight women going through either IUI, IVF, and it was just oh, crazy. So it was amazing. all around me. And then I had a couple of cesareans and just didn't want to do it. And I did, when I got pregnant the third time, I didn't want to do that again. Um, and I, what I realized, it was this was really my foray into, oh, it's not just body. <laughs> right. It's mind-body, mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> and so I did a lot of work on myself and understanding what had happened through those first two birth processes and looking at some fears that I had. And as I was going through all of this, I was also uh, in a health and wellness counseling program. And so I started creating meditations for people who were going through pregnancy, going through birth. And what was fascinating was those went out, but then I started to get messages from people that said, hey, you know, it's really great that you have all these tools for somebody who's pregnant. There's lots of them. If those of us who are having difficulty conceiving, we, we need tools too. And once I started with that community, I just fell in love with that community. Mm -hmm. I fell in love with working with these women. And it's primarily women. Um, some, I do some work with men. Uh, tends to be, the, I tend to have people, women who are attracted to the service mm -hmm. that I offer. Right. Um, and so as I was going through all of, of that and, um, and, and really focusing on uh, fertility, I had my own journey in my own business. My husband ended up unemployed. I was had business costs, we went through a bankruptcy, and I started applying all of the things that I knew from how to create internally to how to create externally. Mm -hmm. And so that brought me into the world more of uh, abundance and creation and added the components of soul uh, as I came into this area. And so it's, it's I really what I say that I do now is I help people create more. Mm -hmm. I help people create more of what they want, whether that is more health, um, it was whatever, where we are on the spectrum of abundance, whether it's uh, health or wealth or relationships, love. So that's, that, that's the world that I play in right now. So sometimes it's specifically fertility and sometimes it's specifically money. It just really depends. Okay. That's very cool. Um, so I was looking at your, I don't, think, I don't think I wrote it down. I was looking at your website. I didn't, but I talked about it on my little promo video. And you're gonna know it, but it's not about it's not about doing pregnancy. It's about receiving pregnancy. Is that what it says? Is that yes, yes. So, especially when you're somebody who is having trouble getting pregnant, there are how many million things, right? You Google fertility, infertility, and you can come up with a thousand different things that you can do. You can do yoga, you can do acupuncture, you can write blah 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 yeah, blah blah. Yeah, so much. And it really mm -hmm. becomes this. Okay, so what do I have to do? Mm -hmm. What? How do I? How do I do this? How do I get this done? It is very action oriented, and you, you don't get pregnant by sitting on the couch. Right? I understand that. <laughs> at the same time, it's not our job to make a baby. Right. Our job is to receive a pregnancy. Yeah. Right. The woman's body receives a sperm. It receives an egg. It receives the embryo into the uterus. Mm -hmm. Right. So, really, what our job is is to figure out how can I be open and receive. And when, when we take that viewpoint, when it's more about be opening up and being mm -hmm. fertile, how do, we, how do I add the physical doings that are gonna help me be fertile, but how can I stay in that mental space of being fertile and allow my body to do what it is supposed to do and but then it's about receiving as opposed to having to crank through and, and, do, and right. do and do and do and do and do because at some point that starts to work against you. Right? Yeah, yeah, it feels like a job and a job can be stressful. And then when it, right. if it if it's not working as you think it's supposed to work, then it becomes more stressful. And again, there goes that downward spiral. When right. when what I love what you're saying because I I I didn't realize until undergrad how how much I, I view and believe and know that that having babies the, the creation of babies is this amazing mirac miraculous can't use my words miraculous 
thing that really, in my mind, is, it's not unexplained. I mean, as a Christian, you know, it is what it is, how we were created. But the two, and I think I, re I read this on your website, and I went, those are my words, and I love that. <laughs> like, that's so cool. But the fact that two cells can come together and create a little being is mind-blowing to me. It's, right. yeah. Yeah, I mean, egg, sperm, baby, with question mark. Yeah, right. I right. Mean, like, yeah, right. It, it just, there's, there's the mechanics of it, uh -huh. and then there's the miracle part of it. Yeah. And even looking at the biology of it, it's a miracle any of us are here. I, I, yes. you know, I just don't really quite understand all of that. <laughs> um, it's, it, it takes so many, it takes millions of processes happening in just the right order, in just the right mm -hmm. way, in order for a body to sustain a pregnancy. Uh, but again, there, and we forget, right? <clears throat> when you're getting into that mindset of, okay, ovulation is here, sex happens here, right? Mm -hmm. Or this or that, the yeah. supplements happen here, the, the exercise happens here, the blood work happens here, the procedure yeah. happens here. We forget that there's that whole soul side of things. Mm -hmm. And when we take that out of the equation, Yes, I mean, we keep saying the word stress, um, which we can talk about here, too, in a second, but, we, you know, the, the stress comes up, we, and we also, we just, we, we don't leave room for the miracle, mm -hmm. um, and if you're somebody who, and I can raise my hand, likes to control how things <laughs> unfold, yeah. the idea of waiting for a miracle doesn't sound all that great, right, and that's right. not really what I'm suggesting here, mm -hmm. it's not like, again, you just want to wait around and hope and pray, and when you're in that space of hope and prayer, when you're in that space of understanding who you are and being in alignment with who you are at a soul level, things, your, your body relaxes in ways that then bring extra energy, vital energy to the reproductive area. Uh, it's not something that's easily measurable, but it, the impact is incredible. Yeah, I, you know, I think in a lot, I use the term a lot of times for a lot of different reasons, but it's, it's, it's aligned action. You know, yes, mm. we, we, we need to and want to, you know, be present, right? Be present to what we're trying to do, get healthy. You know, if there's, you know, so I, what I, in my own experience, I know a lot of women who are having, you know, fertility struggles and a lot of it can be due to autoimmune conditions, whether diagnosed or undiagnosed. And so, you know, it, it is, you know, I think it's, it's a little bit of both, but, but also being open to knowing that your body is, is the body knows when it's supposed to do its job. Um, and if you're stressed or, or, or doing, which creates the stress, you know, it, it takes away from the allowing the body to do its job. So moving into that aligned action, yes, let's get healthy, yes. Let's eat well and eat the foods that we know we're supposed to eat that are going to support the body and do the movement that we know that we're supposed to do to support the body. And in knowing that the body is working in favor of you. And so is, I mean, so is God. You know, that's, you know, it, sometimes it doesn't work out the way that we hope it works out. But a lot of times I think it does. I was talking with Oh, a, a friend of mine earlier, and her mother told her that, or her, her mother was told that she would never have children, ever. Mm -hmm. So they were going to go in and do a hysterectomy. The day before she was to go in to do a hysterectomy, and I think it was 10 years that they tried. The day before, her mother was feeling odd, and a nurse told her, you need to go have a pregnancy test. She's like, no, I don't, you know, and the doctor wasn't going to do a pregnancy test. And so she did a pregnancy test the day before her hysterectomy, and she was pregnant, and then had two more kids after that. Oh, my gosh. And you're just like, oh, holy smokes. <laughs> I know. I know. My daughter actually has a friend whose middle name is Coyote because her mother has a similar story, and, you know, Coyote is tr the trickster, right? So, it's, you <laughs> know, that. that same story of, right, you know, couldn't have kids, can't have kids, can't have kids. Oh, well, <laughs> here, here, last month, here's the baby, right? It's <laughs> amazing. It's amazing how things happen. I love that. Yeah. So yeah. do you want to talk a little bit? I guess I need to face you. Do you want to talk a little <laughs> bit about, um, you know, how, how it is that you work with people? What is it that you do to 
to help them with this process and to bring the calm that they need and the soul into the process that they need. Sure. So there's a couple of different levels that, that we work on. So the, the first level is really talking about how what's present day stress look like for you? Or what does present day what does present day life look for you like for you? Um, you know, are you are you working? Are are you juggling uh, um, different types of you know career and, and other kinds of things? So let's just let's let's talk about kind of present day stressors. Um, and then I there's a variety of tools that I use. Um, I ask people to start to induce um, what's called a relaxation response, right? Which is simply the opposite of what happens in your body when you're under stress. Mm -hmm. So we st um, start with some guided meditation, visualization, breathing exercises. Just some really basic kinds of tools that can help you feel better in the moment. Um, and so then the next level we take a look at is what does your what does your family history look like in terms of fertility and pregnancy? Did you have a um, um, a parent who had a really difficult uh, delivery or depression or anxiety? Um, what kind of medical history might be going on in, in the tree in your family that might in, that might um, show what some underlying emotional history mm -hmm. is, is happening, right? Has there been any sort of sexual trauma? Um, so we, we really start digging into some of the, those patterns specifically related to fertility. Um, but also then looking at what kinds of, what kinds of other patterns might be going on that are causing you regular stress? Can I, I'm sorry. Can, can do you mind stopping right there? Because I want to sure. ask you a question. Um, but you don't bet. don't don't lose your spot. Yeah. Yep. I want to. So, I think that this is so fascinating um, because I I believe that you're talking when you're talking about history. You're not only talking about you know parental history, but it can be history that's passed down right from oh, generations. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Whether initial pa parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we're, we're always getting, we get things through our DNA, right? Yeah. We have, we carry beliefs, right? You, you know, um, a client who had a, a fear of hospitals and it wasn't her fear. It was fear that came down through the, the generations of things that had happened in hospitals. Mm -hmm. And so she just sort of carried this innate fear of hospitals. Well, she needed uh, for a variety of reasons, IVF to go to be able to get pregnant. Well. You gotta go to a hospital for that. Her her anxiety was through the roof. Um, so yes, absolutely. It isn't it isn't just your own lived experience or parental lived experience. It can be coming from a variety, multi generational, yeah. cultural, any of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I just I want to expand on it just a little bit because this is this is where this is the most fascinating thing to me. And this is if if you watch the show, you hear me talk about epigenetics. This is. This is epigenetics. And in my world, when I look at epigenetics, I'm looking at it looking forward. You know, it's what you do today can affect your health tomorrow. It can affect, affect your child's health. It can affect seven generations down, which is, you know, my motivation behind Soulful Conception, my, my program that I'm so excited. That's what I'm going to talk to you about after the show. Um, but it's... It's also, it's not just that it affects seven generations ahead. We have been affected by seven generations behind. And it's the most fascinating, and to me, I'm like this, you know, it, it's funny because in my mind up until fairly recently, it's just been, okay, yeah, it's all about what's ahead. And it's now really, I'm, I'm, I'm talking to more people who have the experience with, with, with the understanding that the, you know, the, the epigenome affects ahead from, behind <laughs> whatever that means but that we do have and they have been found trauma genes have been found and trauma genes do move ahead and so much of who we are is because of our epigenome from behind from our past and I think that it's so fascinating when when people have the ability people meaning I think practitioners or even maybe not but have the ability to help people dig into that history to learn where that comes from and how and then how to address it. It's amazing. Yeah, you know, I have a client that springs to mind as you say that. She 
she was somebody who, um, and I'd say all of us without any judgment, we all have our stuff, yes, right? Yes, so of course. She was somebody who expected suffering. That was some, that was a pattern, a theme. As we started talking, she it became very clear that her first thought about anything was about suffering. Mm. Well, as we started looking at that, it is a theme through her family and through her religious history. Mm. So when we started talking about letting it go, it took some in-depth work to be her to be willing to let it go. Because on the surface, you're like, well, why would I want to suffer? But on the other hand, if you're separating yourself from your culture, if you're separating yourself from your family story, it gets a little bit tricky. So I, I love working with some of the tools because you can't do it consciously. Uh, you can think about it, you can, you, can, you can work on it, you can remember to use your tools, use your consciousness that way. But um, you have to use tools that work at, at the level of the subconscious to start to really er- erase it from your, from your biology, Yeah. Uh, right? Yeah. So it's just it's just fascinating uh, what comes up when we start looking at these kinds of things. It is fascinating, and what I think to take it just a step further, imagine if this experience or experience like it was yours. You know, you expect the struggle always, and imagine one or two things, either passing that down to the next generation and the next generation and the next generation, or stopping it in its tracks and allowing that struggle to be in the past, literally. Yeah, I, goosebumps when you say that. <laughs> because, um, it, you know, people people will say to me uh, in sort of introductory conversations about mind, body, and, and soul, and fertility, it's like, well, you know, why am I experiencing infertility? Why? I never thought I would have problems getting pregnant, so why does that, how is that mind-body connection, how is that true? And my response is always, look, our souls, understand how to get our attention it's not that we have to do something it's not that there's a lesson that has to be learned Mm -hmm. but there are ways that we can expand in ways with with joy and so this is the way that your soul happened to get your attention and as you do that the ripple effect is unreal you know you're yeah it's just it, 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 it's a little bit like looking at the night sky for me and thinking about all of the stars and the planets and the universes and galaxies and I just like I have to stop because my head explodes it's too much yeah <laughs> these kinds of ripples make my head explode too. yeah yeah in, in, yeah in a really good way right yes yes for sure um what was my second time I've done this what was I going to say I was going to say shoot doesn't matter It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come back. <laughs> it'll come back. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um, I have I've said for um, it's been about a year now. I'm I'm working on my brain health because I do that. I probably do that more than I should. And I'm like, I need to continue working on the brain health when that happens. <laughs> keep it going. Anyway, um, so I had interrupted you. Do you remember where I interrupted you? Oh yeah, so we were talking about the different ways that I work with people. So talking about present day stressors, talking about family history, right? That's yeah. how we got on yep, that tangent. Yep. But then really, and and we 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 got we got there, um, taking a look at other kinds of of patterns of thought that create stressors within the body. Mm-hmm. And in the and and you know, I, I, I wish I could find a different word than stress because it it's one of those red flag words for mm-hmm. people like oh stress I don't want to hear about it. Um, but you know, the the reason why stress again it's for you know all illnesses, not just fertility. But really, what's happening is you know, your your cells are always listening right mm-hmm. to their environment. And mm-hmm. as we feel emotion, mm-hmm. our cells feel emotion. Yeah. Our cells can be in growth mode, or they can be in protection mm-hmm. mode. This is simplification, obviously. Yeah. In order to conceive, we have to be in growth mode. Mm-hmm. We can't be in protection mode. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, for example, let's say you're somebody who is, um, I'll use control, because that's one of my things that I'm working <laughs> on letting go. So if you're somebody who wants to be in control, and then when things, if, if, that is a, if, if that becomes a rule within your body, I can only feel good when things are in control. When something's out of control, like you can't control getting pregnant, 
your body sees that as danger, right? So everything within your body is responding as if you, you were under mortal danger. Yeah. And long term, that creates you know, a, a, a number of things, mm -hmm. but lots of things that happen that, that are going to impact your fertility. Mm -hmm. You're going to have less blood flow. You've got all the sugar and the cortisol, which is going to interrupt ovulation. You get issues with your hypothalamus, right? So mm -hmm. even though st stress is sort of this garbage term that people throw around, it really is so important. Um, so looking at these patterns, again, like the suffering I was speaking of before, or perfectionism <laughs> or control, or even something like, I don't ever want to parent like my mother parented me. Yeah. I don't yeah. ever want to be like my dad. Yeah. Right? Those kinds of things, mm -hmm. even if those aren't things that you're thinking about on a consistent basis, that are, you know, in a conscious way, mm -hmm. again, that's getting pumped through your yep. system. Your, your, your brain is listening for it, right? Mm -hmm. And so those kinds of things are danger signals. So we look at patterns. That's really what I'm looking for, patterns yeah. of thought, patterns in history. And then I use a tool uh, called EFT, Emotional Freedom yep. Technique, mm -hmm. uh, as a way to re to begin to heal and shift those patterns. Um, we work in present moment. We can go, what I love most about the technique is going back in time. You know, we have things that happen to us as kids that mm -hmm. set, up, uh, set us up for a certain way of thinking and making decisions. We can go back to those particular incidents and tap with those younger versions of ourselves, heal it, it out here in the matrix mm -hmm. and it comes back and impacts our physical body and seven generations back seven yep. generations yep. forward yep. right all of that amazing so um so that's really the, the work that i do and and ultimately the the way that i look at this um is i talk about it as being fertile mm -hmm. how what is it that we can do what are the steps that we can take um to allow your body to be in that fertile state of being so and so I guess that's what you do is you help to walk people through those steps. With, and, exactly. and I'm assuming they're sort of individualized or do, are, do you think they're kind of generalized? No, no well, so yes, is the answer to that question, yeah. right? So I have a, right, I've got a being fertile system mm -hmm. where it takes people through seven different pillars that are going to help you bring your body into this being fertile state. Uh -huh. So. That's something that you can, you know, those pillars are the same regardless from pers person to person. However, right, if um, if there, it's it becomes individualized when you start adding your own history mm -hmm. to it. Right. 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 So if you're somebody that wants to do something on your own and you're working yourself through that system, right, that's great. Other people get stuck in certain places, right? So because yeah. one of the steps is opening to receive. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, if you think about if you think about receiving, like if you think about, okay, I think about a receiving posture. So if your body was really open to receive, right? Hands out, check, you know, mm -hmm. hands open, chest back. This has become, your heart center becomes really wide open. Yeah. Well, if you're somebody who's had a lot of hurts, if you've been hurt, if you've had relationship hurt, if you had hurt anywhere in your life, opening up your heart, <laughs> opening up your body to receive, that in itself can feel dangerous. Yeah. So then it becomes individualized, well, why? And then we work on that. Okay, yeah, no, that's great. So I think it still fits. I remembered what I wanted to say. Um, <laughs> and I think it still fits because it's so, I, I find it to be, it's something that I talk about a lot um, and it fits in, in multiple areas. But what, I, what I'm quite sure of is we as a, a, a global, you know, race. So much of us, and that's not entirely true. Anyway, general, general, generalizing that we have we have lost the ability to listen to ourselves, listen to our bodies, and our bodies are always talking to us. And you know, a symptom is our body talking to us. Uh, the inability to get pregnant is our body talking to us. A you know, brain fog or a headache or whatever the case may be. We 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 want the quick fix very often is like, I have a headache, I'm gonna go take Advil. I have gut pain or a heartburn, I'm gonna go take an antacid. Please don't do that, that's another show, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but same with, um, you know, all of the complications that can come with the struggles of getting pregnant, that is your body saying, well, a couple of things, one, I'm not ready, 
Well, so why? You know, that's what I all, I try to teach people as well is always ask why, no matter what. Always ask why. You can always, I think you can almost always dig deeper. There's something more. There's something more. And even me, when I think I'm digging as deep as I can, I'm like, oh, no, there's another layer. And I think it, it can be there with, with the mental and emotional. It can be there with the physical, with the labs. But ask why, you know, and try to dig. And, and it's it's not always easy to to... to sort of as you know everybody says you know unpeel the the layer the, all of the layers of the onion but just keep digging because and 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 and, and stop covering up you know if it's covered i think totally off what i was going to say but you know we can cover up with alcohol you know we can cover up with with um, anger you know th these things can and all of that's going to do is create more symptoms more issues and you know again the downward spiral so Listening to your body, <clears throat> taking that step back, <clears throat> sorry, and knowing that your body is is a miracle in and of itself and is amazingly smart, and listen to what it's trying to tell you, or find somebody who can help you listen to what it's trying to tell you. Yeah, and you know, you're so right. It's like, okay, something, I, I, I have an upset stomach, so I'm going to do this, yeah. and, and, and wanting it like that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, really, infertility, I, I, it's the body's out of balance. And, mm -hmm. you know, absolutely, when we start to ask why, it's something that is going to, that gift will keep on giving, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, I was just looking at my notes here. Um, when you are working with, well, I know what I wanted to ask you. We were on the same page when you said you do work with some men, and yes. but you mostly work with women. I say that a lot. You know, I know that when I'm speaking, I'm mostly speaking to women. That's what they hear. It's the women, woman who's the one who gets pregnant. She's the one who's always doing the trying. I, I say that not excluding men at all. It's just that's how a lot of it goes. But I at least I think we want to make sure that the men are not excluded because they are just as important. And I know as part of my program, um, men will be a part of that and you know, education on men's fertility will be a part of that. But I, w I think it, it, it always ends up going back to the women and I know that I speak to women, but I want, I want men to be involved. I want men to know that they are as important in the process, their genes are just important, the healthy sperm is just important. Their activity, their their you know physical health, all of those things are just as important as the woman's in creating this healthy child and a healthy pregnancy and a healthy future. Exactly, and men have the same <coughs> range of of uh, uh, past issues, right? They yes. have they have a family with with um, history. They have their own history with their own parents. Being as the dad they want to be, will I be able to provide for my child? Um, can we really do this? Is right there's the, and and it's similar and yet different. Yes. The the the, the patterns of thought that might be present mm -hmm. uh, that that could absolutely be impacting being able to create this um, create this child. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so true. I I think what I hear more often than not, both in personal and professional life, when it comes you know from a man's mouth, it's my job is to provide and it's yeah. so ingrained so deep set in them and i think it brings up a lot of fear and frustration and and um you know i think that's it, that's certainly something to work on and, but it's also that's how they're built you know i mean we're we are built differently but that's right mm -hmm. biologically speaking mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. the, the male provides and the female receives and nurtures yeah right i mean that's and that goes back, right? I mean, talk about um, epigenetics. <laughs> you know, we're here. We each, each individual person, are here because we came from a a, a, a line where the male provided and the female nurtured. Yeah, yeah. we wouldn't be here otherwise, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Those we, we're here because people the, the, we were descended from people who had good fight or flight. They were able to get away from the dangers yeah. in the world, the physical dangers that used to be present mm -hmm. that aren't present now. And so we really, we're biologically wired in ways that we don't want to, 
we're past a lot of it at this point, mm -hmm. consciously, but wiring-wise, right. our biology hasn't caught up yet, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. What you, you say is interesting too, though, and this is going back to the biology of stress. And, you know, when we're talking about back in that time, I think very often it was the, the normal stress response right, where you have the rush of cortisol, you gotta go do the thing, you gotta do it really fast, whether it's providing or nurturing or fixing or whatever the case may be, and then it goes down normally, right? Whereas where we are today with technology and life and just the way things are and everything's so fast is we stay in fight or flight instead of coming down to and allowing that parasympathetic nervous system to 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 calm us and to rest and digest and do the things that it's supposed to do and bring blood to the core right which is going to be bringing blood to the, the reproductive organs to allow all of those things to happen if we if we're not if we if we are constantly in fight or flight our the it's you know our blood blood you know sort of constantly sits in our extremities because means we got to go 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 instead of that calm rest digest you can throw reproduce in there. That's so true. Mm -hmm. And I think that it is so ingrained that when we do allow ourselves to relax, like, oh, I'll take a vacation, right? So you get out on vacation, you get out, you relax. But if you bring that relaxedness back into your day-to-day -day life, it feels like a stressor because you're not doing enough. You're not being uh -huh. enough. Yes. You're not getting enough yeah. done, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's if we become almost immune to, to how much stress yeah. we're actually under. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And that's where, you know, it's, it, we hear it all the time. And I know I'm, I'm not the best at it. I'm a lot better than I used to be. I'm a lot better than I used to be. But really finding the time in your day-to-day -day life to sit and be calm. And even if it's just through a guided meditation, if you can do it on your own, that's great. Um, but, but knowing that that has to be part of your daily life in order to allow your body to come to a to a calm, it needs to be like food, you know? And while well, I say that, and some people just don't eat, and you know, like, I gotta work, I'm not gonna eat. So let's, 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 you know, let that go. <laughs> right. We must eat, we must be still, um, but, but bringing the body and, and being, it's having the awareness around what your body needs and knowing that you have to have that calm. Because what's gonna happen is if you don't have it, a lot, it's gonna be a lot worse than not being able to get pregnant. Um, you know, that's right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's tr your brain's going to shrink. Your blood sugar is going to spike. You know, you're going to, you're, you know, you, life will not be fun and probably will end earlier than you want it to. Well, right. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, I experienced, we was on a period of extreme stress back in 2009, like going through bankruptcy. My adrenals shut down. Oh, you know, yeah. that was a year plus. I mean, I'm still recovering um, in some ways, mm -hmm. um, but that was a year of it being in bed. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and that's, I would wish that on nobody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, there's one other piece I wanted to say about that. What oh, I brain health. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's right. Um, so, actually, this is, this is really an important, I remember, this is a really important topic for me because I have, I have consistently said to clients, what if what went on the calendar first is your time of relaxation? And it doesn't have to be an hour meditation three times right, a day, right? right? So I looked at myself at the end of the year last year and said, that advice you're giving, you need to take it. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing this year. Mm -hmm. I've shifted my schedule around. I've, I've done some different things so that I can put some mini relaxation just quiet, whatever it is that, that I'm, I'm going to do in those sessions, um, and whether it's an, uh, you know, adding in an herb, adding a tea, mm -hmm. something, right, that's going to mm -hmm. be advantageous, that goes on the calendar first. Good for you. You know, now I'm still experimenting with it's what, January 5th? Yeah. <laughs> so we're, you know, but I, I am experimenting, and it's hard, it's mm -hmm. right, when that client wants a different time, and that's my rest and digest yeah. time, I'm yeah. like, no, I just ha I have to, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I will admit there's some privilege in that, right? I, I, I do have the ability to create my calendar, yeah. And, and yeah. but a lot of people don't. However, what if our culture could finally turn around mm -hmm. and say, this is what we need to be happy, healthy people. Mm -hmm. And when we're happy, healthy people, 
we respond in community a lot different than we when, than when we're stressed and wired and angry yeah. and can't figure out how to have a conversation to save our lives mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't involve screaming at each other. Right, right. Um, so we're digressing a little bit here, but but that's really a, 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 a topic that's near and dear to me personally. Um, and I figured it's easier to share it when I'm actually doing it myself. So. Yeah, no, and I totally agree. I was the same way. I've been working on a lot of these things for years, and it was only just three months ago, give or take, I don't know, that I just went, it, something clicked. Sometimes something just has to click, and I don't know what it is, and it was it was because of my team, um, but it was, I, well, it, a lot of it was just, okay, I'm giving up and giving it to God. Just, you know, give it up, give it to God. It's just, that was kind of what it was. But in order to do that, you also have to spend time with him. Um, and so, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah. So it was. It was okay. This this has to be a priority. And I also know that if I am not healthy, if I am not doing the things that I need to do, because there are things that I want to do. Right? Impact is my word this year. If I want to have an impact, I have to be healthy here and here and here. And part of that is going to be taking that time, being still. I'm, you know, I do both the guided meditation as well as some of my own just being still. And and I, I say this a lot, but for anybody who hasn't heard this, I don't know if you've heard this, I, I love this so much. I had a friend of mine uh, on the show a couple of years ago, and what he told me was, prayer is talking to God and meditation is allowing God to talk to you. And I take that and I keep it in my heart because it is, now, you know, I'll talk to God and I'll, you know, throughout the day and, you know, I'll say my prayers at night and in the morning, you know, the whole thing. But then I finished my meditation, which is a guided meditation on, you know, might be abundance or it might be, you know, the job or, you know, the, the, the work that I'm doing, that kind of thing. But then I'm just still. And it really is that time that I'm just still. And I ask him, like, what do I need to know? Or if it's something specific. And it is that stillness of allowing him to talk to me and sometimes he does and sometimes he doesn't you know <laughs> but, but yeah go ahead well, well and sometimes it comes in other ways yes right like the, yes. the question comes and then it's another couple of days the book falls off the shelf you hear something on the radio right and right. it's like oh yep. mm-hmm. right it's being resourced through somebody else so that you can actually hear it <laughs> um yeah. yeah and i feel that same way um, we could talk to so many different levels about yeah. um, God, universe, nature, and our even our, our individual soul, and, and being able to have tools that allow us to check in with who we are yeah. at that deepest level. Because you know we 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 forget mm-hmm. <laughs> that we aren't just this human being running around on the planet. We are a spiritual being, yeah. and to have those kinds of tools to get yourself in alignment mm-hmm. with who you are at the deepest level, it just so much changes. Uh, and then there's inspiration. Then there's mm-hmm. then you know mm-hmm. when you're making a choice, you know you're making a choice that's going to be one that you feel like you can live with for whatever amount of time because it's something that's come out of inspiration. Yeah. Rather than I'm going to make this happen right now. Let's yep. go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Totally agree. I love that. And just to bounce off of that a little bit, you know, with with being you know spiritual beings, I think that we have been created to do such amazing things in this life you know that's why each of us are here and each of us does have a role and each of us has an impact on on whether it's other people or whether it's on the family you know I think you know going back to early on when we're talking about the disempowerment we think that we don't have a lot of us believe that they, we don't we don't make a difference and everything that we do here on this earth makes a difference in some way and sometimes we're never going to know what that is but I believe that we're here to do a job. I believe that we're here to grow and to build and to serve and to love and to give and to do all of these things. And again, nobody is, is perfect and, you know, shit happens. But, but it's, I, you know, my role, what I am coming to learn about me and my role in, in my life is I, I want to do these big things, but I want these big things to help others do these big things, right? So, so my nutrition work, you know, let, let me help you feel amazing so you can go do the big-ass things that you're out here and put here to do, right? 
<laughs> yes. Well, that's yeah, exactly. You know, sometimes when I'm giving my message of, you know, I help people create more. It's like, yeah. oh, that sounds really selfish. Like, no. No, because it, no, all what you're doing is you're creating yourself and yourself within your environment in alignment with soul. I mean, we're not talking about just wanting things because we, we well, that's a whole other conversation. Because <laughs> just because it's a soul desire doesn't mean it can't be fun. But, right, right. so as we fill ourselves up, we are in a much better place mm -hmm. to then put out into the world. Yes. Uh, we've got to start yes. here, and, and, and there's a balance of giving sure. and receiving and all of that, mm -hmm. but we've got to let go of this idea that, oh, it's all about sacrifice and suffering, and that's the only way that I'm going to make any sort of difference here agree. on the planet. Totally, right. totally agree. Yeah. The more I have, the more I can give. Yes. And I yes. think I think that I think it's important because it's not about all having; it's about it's about giving as well. You know, that's one of my. One of the things that I am looking forward to is the more that I have, the more that I can tithe. You know, I'm like, I can give more to the church. Cool, you know. <laughs> so, um, you know, because I trust the church to do what they're what should be done with it, right? Um, and I, I don't always do the right thing with money, but <laughs> anyway, that is a little off topic. But I think it's I think it's important. I think it's important for all of us, whether we're in a place of of. of Thinking about having babies, to to you know, in in the moment, to struggling, to going through IVF, you know, there's a wide range of people who are out there who you know this conversation can speak to, who your programs can speak to, um, and of course, you know, my, uh, my soul conception program is for all of those as well. And my my program is really about preconception care and planning, and planning ahead, and let's 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 get healthy. So uh, before I talk too much about that. I want to I want you to talk about anything else that maybe we didn't cover, anything that you do, where you can be found, how people can reach you, all of the things. We have covered so much it's hard to know what we haven't covered yet. <laughs> yeah, you know, but I do want to say I, I, I the mind, body, soul work is for any anywhere along the spectrum. I think that that, that is an important point. Um, and whether you're going through your third IVF or whether you're just thinking about having a baby in the next couple of years, same amount of, of impact can, can, can happen. Um, and I can be found uh, at my website, which is onzionline.com. I know you have all the links. Uh, drop me an email. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. DM me over there. For any kind of questions, more than happy to, to sort through this because, again, this is... Um, intimate work and you need to have somebody that you trust uh, and we have to be a fit so yeah. uh, more than happy to, to chat with with people and again just, just just that reminder that that this is work that is about expanding yourself it, it's going to it, 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 it impacts fertility and everything else in your life it's going to impact who you are as a parent yeah it's going to give you tools to work with all the stressors that come up at once that baby is here, it, it, this is this is work that will keep on giving, mm -hmm. um, and it's that investment in yourself, in your health, in your well, mental well-being, is is just priceless. Agree, agree. Thank you for that. Um, so of course you can find me at tastelifenutrition.com. Um, we are here every Thursday, streaming live on kuhsdenver.com. Um, so. The radio show, or I'm sorry, the website, tastelifenutrition.com, and then of course all of the social media is tastelifenutrition.com. Um, you can always find my guests through any of the, the social media, you can find them there. Um, and then of course, Soulful Conception. And uh, you know, we're a little bit short on time, but I want to, I want to be, I, I'm, we're launching mid-February. And so what I, what I want to get out there, the biggest thing that I want to get out there is this is not about me creating a program. This is about creating, about helping people create their healthy families. And it's about working, it's about inviting people into this program who are the Jennifer Blooms, who, who have this amazing love and this amazing resource and all these things that they want to give that these people who I think are amazing at what they do and have amazing information to give are a part of this program and so I am I'm, I'm I don't even have the words 
it's coming and I'm excited about it. <laughs> so, so um, if you have questions, of course, reach out. Uh, you can, you know, message me. You can, you know, find me on the website. That's super easy. Taste.nutrition.com. Look up Jennifer. She's amazing. She's amazing at what she does. And appreciate you so much for coming on. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me. What a great, great yeah. conversation. It went fast. <laughs> yeah, I know. It always does. It always does. We'll do it again for sure. Super. Cool. All right. Super. Can't wait. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you later.